The following is not a paid advertisement for Blizzard. Though if at any point someone at Blizzard wants to sponsor us, we'll gladly sell up to a fifteenth of our individual souls. Wait, that's not how sponsorship works. The following is a voluntary vocalization vitriol with a dose of in your face. Welcome to Crushing Audio Podcast, Episode 2. We are live. Are we? Currently running on YouTube. So, really? if... Uh, why? If anybody yeah. actually... We're on the so, the way that we're doing this is that we're... Because we're using Google Hangouts, the easiest way for her to do it is to actually upload it to YouTube. Then I can grab the MP3 from YouTube. Hilarious. And in, and in theory, if we're we get to a point... live on YouTube right now. Yes. <laughs> God. Don't worry about it. Nobody's watching. Walmart, Nobody. Nobody. You were. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to whomever has accidentally gotten onto this page. We are incredibly sorry. Yeah, Google has let you down. To our listener and viewer, mom, get off the computer. <laughs> Dad needs it for porn. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm Phil. Oh, I'm I'm, I was going <laughs> to... There we go. Let's there try that again. No, I'm going to laugh. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, I'm Phil. You know the order that's at the bottom of the screen, Phil, Hank... Doesn't matter, man. Me, right? <laughs> I'm Hank, or Mark, you'll hear both names. I'm Mike, then, because Alex likes to pause. <laughs> and I'm Alex, and that's it. Yeah, uh, I've already, I already said my name twice. I'll edit it afterwards. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, that was that was We're awesome. off to it's amazing, amazing The Google stuff. viewers are loving us, the YouTube viewers. Um, all right, so... Okay. Do, we, do we need backgrounds to say where we all stand, give or take, so the viewer knows where we are? Standing, I'm sitting. Well, okay, no, real quick. Uh, I'll give a quick rundown in this way, in that between the four of us, we're all between the ages of 30 and 40, some of us closer to one side than the other. Uh, one got married, one is getting married later this year, one has been married earlier this year, one married a year and a half ago, one married two years ago? Three. Like that? Three. Okay, so, is that the rundown? Is that everybody? Do we need sure. to mention the mayor? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, uh, so we're all in serious relationships is what Mikey's trying to tell we're us. We're all taken. We're all taken, ladies. Sorry. Lady. Sorry. <laughs> all right, so interesting shit of your week, sirs. I would like to hear how your week has been. Uh, me, nothing in particular. I went to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Wait, wait. What? Pennsylvania? Why? Pennsylvania. Yes. Nobody just goes there. Nobody just goes to Pennsylvania. Hey, it's tax-free. Hey, right? hey, hey. Penguins. <laughs> Nobody Whoa. just goes there. Not even the penguins go there. They just they just <laughs> named it that. Um, no, just visiting the fiancé's uh, grandparents who are over there and uh, picked up some things for the impending nuptials. And mm-hmm. otherwise, just yeah, just a visit. Oh, and to pick up the, the future mother-in-law because she's there watching parents. So that was... Super interesting. Anybody want to go next? <laughs> that's all you got? Um, really? Yeah, that was that was the week. Really, that's that that was that. Yeah. I, did I, you actually oh, drive there, or did you? Yeah, fly? it was it was nine hour nine hours plus not including stops for gas, peeing, and whatnot. But if anything, the single hardest thing was between Thursday and Friday. Sorry, Tuesday uh, morning and Friday, no Wi-Fi. They had Wi-Fi there, but it worked for about. 20 minutes in the entire four days we were there, which is painful because if you're on the, if you know if you're like looking up things on your phone, 
or calling people or BBMing a bunch of a-holes to try to coordinate something at the end of the week, not having Wi-Fi is, uh, is, is pretty uh, debilitating for sure. You guys? Um, this week, I had the pleasure of having a sleep test. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know what a sleep test is, uh, you have to study about counting sheep, um, uh, you know, rapid eye movement, not the band, REM, but the actual thing, and they ask you questions. Seriously, they actually strap a whole crap load of wires to your skull in various places, back, front, top, side, left, right, and other various places too, like on your legs, and on your chest, and your neck, and they basically monitor how you sleep. I've discovered from this test that I have severe sleep apnea. Ooh. I know. What's severe? What do you win? What do you win? Um, I didn't really win anything. Um, I, I thought stopping breathing 30 times an hour was t- was a lot. That's a lot. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I, speaking to a colleague at work, um, after he told me his 54 times an hour, <laughs> um, I kind of felt like, well, I guess I'm actually doing okay. Um, mind you, they also told him that uh, you're probably going to suffer a stroke soon if we don't do something about it. So, I mean, I'm not in stroke territory, but needless to say, it's uh, a little concerning. So, I'm actually quite excited uh, from this result, uh, which is quite the opposite for most people. I've been sleeping terribly for the last six months, and I am looking forward to getting one of those damn CPAP machines as as uh, some people know all too well. Yeah, yeah. I already got my sleep test, what, a year? A bit over a year ago. And, uh, yeah, I also got severe sleep apnea. Um, I think the one one t- statistic that stood out for me was I stopped breathing at one point for a total of 42 seconds. Wow. With the longest break. Most so, people yeah, hold their breaths I, that long. Yeah, no, I can't. If you were to tell me right Impressive. now stop breathing, I would not last 42 seconds. Uh, so yeah, I also have sleep apnea, and I do have a CPAP machine. So yeah, it's it, I, I joke about it, but there was a short period of time where you know sleep kind of it gets a little terrifying because you know you could die during it also all of a sudden. So uh, didn't you also uh, do some kind of sleep study or sleep test as well? I've I've been there three times, Whoa, and really? they and I can't fall asleep with that shit attached to me. So they're like, yeah, well, we can't really test you. And it's like, but you guys are professionals. No, no, but you don't sleep. Of course I don't sleep. Look at all the shit. Why don't you guys make some better shit that can go around your face there... as opposed to the glue that they put on you and you... So always... Uh, sorry, Mikey, but it's always a little Filipino lady that was doing it to me. <laughs> yeah, and... she was trying to screw it up. Is there yeah. any... I assume by the third time you tried to guess, just exhaust yourself before the test? No, yeah, I, well, I jerked off a lot, but that was besides <laughs> the point. That's not exhausting. That's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty standard, really. Very true. Very so, true. Is there any any sense of like claustrophobia when you're doing this stuff? Um, me? A little um, bit. Not really. Yeah. I mean, okay, because I've been so like I was so tired that I was begging them to put the shit on me so I could go to sleep. And at one point, at about nine o'clock, nine thirty, they put the majority of the wires, which is to my face and head and, and back of my neck. But then the guy went on to go set up the one of the other eight or nine patients that day, and he didn't come he didn't come back for another forty five minutes to an hour to get the last four or five things put on me when I could go to sleep. I was broken, like I was ready to pass out, and I'm usually ready to pass out whether I'm at my desk or like just even being still. Being in a car isn't a big deal, or being outside, or even, 
Like today I was golfing. I was fine. I wasn't even like looking for a nap. But as soon as I got home and could sit in a chair and not move, I was ready to fall asleep in the chair. And I don't do that. So, um, so yeah, this is why I'm looking forward to the next sleep test, which is in two weeks, in which they're going to do the adjustments on on the CPAP machine, which is basically a mask that goes over your face or covers your nose, and they start regulating the pressure that they force air into uh, in between your hard and soft palate so that the passageway never closes, and that's what causes the apnea, the snoring, the stopping of breathing. Constant uh, positive airway pressure, I think, is... Yeah, what it stands for? Yeah, I think oh, so. hey. Okay, so yeah. So next, uh, not yeah, week and a half from now, um, I will be getting my test for that, which should be a delight having somebody literally fuck with your your breathing. So um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to taking the next day off and trying that out. So that's, it, it, like, uh, that's mean, my story. Oh, if, uh, one if, fun... If not, yeah. Sorry, one last fun thing. Um, I will say that when I went to the washroom the following morning and they tore, they took off all the wires, I looked like the guest of honor at a Bukaki uh, party. So, yes. Um, that was okay. I, I really <laughs> wanted to go through a drive-through okay. so bad so they could see all this crap on my face and hair. One question: Did you take a a pic? Because I took a pic of mine. Yeah, I think I took a pic a picture yes, of my scalp. With- a few okay, the, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to post that at one point. And Alex, at one point you'll have a sleep uh, yeah. apnea test too, so don't yeah. worry. Oh, hey, all my name is Alex, and I here. don't have sleep apnea. I didn't know <laughs> if you guys had it, but I do yeah. have two young children, so uh, that kind of makes up for the lack of sleep thing. That uh, you right, can yeah, that could be it completely. Well, in the case of the, the the little nodes, yeah, they put that little gel on each node and they stick it to you, whether it's on your temple or your, you know, uh, around your chest. Nipple. And through your scalp, so like, yeah, I was picking out little bits of gel and everything the next day. Yeah, for sure. Next interesting week. Uh, my week was pretty good. Work's actually been a lot calmer, so it was pretty hectic for a little bit in the middle of the summer. But now things have relaxed a little bit, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, I've also been reading a lot, so that's been taking up the bulk of my time since taking the bus every day. So just been doing that, some fantasy and sci-fi stuff. And that's actually started me started writing, writing a story or a novel or whatever the heck it's going to become this week. The first reaction, Alex, uh, does Cat in the Hat really count as sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> or fantasy? I mean, it's it's weird, but it's fantasy. It's, it's definitely fantasy. fantasy, dude. By the by the literal definition of the term, it is fantasy. There's and like, one fish, two fish. Yes. And do you get your little girl to help you with big words? Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Yeah, I'll does know the term vomit-inducing. Daddy daughter time is always is always special. <laughs> the the one thing I was going to tell Alex was I'm not going to review your thing until you actually have it complete. I don't I don't like to give marginal reviews or edits or or editorial commentary on something that you could all of a sudden you could be like sorry <laughs> it's like, like hey Phil you want to review my song it's only like 20 seconds long <laughs> start. No, no, Philly uh, uh, brings up a good like, point. You know, it's like, hey, that's a pretty sweet beat. <laughs> or like the chorus. I strummed, I strummed all three of those chords. Okay? <laughs> understood, understood. That's cool. No, it makes but, perfect but sense. But once you actually I mean, finish. Once you get, yeah, once you get any feedback, it might sway you one way or the other. You might as well get like a full something out there before it's really critiqued proper. 
Fair Makes enough. sense. Fair enough. Did are, are you using it? Are you using it as a momentum? Like, our reading will be momentum for you, or are you using it like just because you want us to read it? I think it's. I don't know. I, I think I just wanted to get it out there and just to get some any any type of feedback. So I've gotten feedback from a couple of coworkers. Okay. Uh, that was nice. I don't know again if anything's going to become of it or nothing. This is the first like any type of writing I've done in a couple of years, and I'm up like six pages at this point, which is cool. more well, than I've good. done in years as well. Good. <laughs> so, good. I don't know. I'll see. You. It's it's just for fun right now, and if something becomes of it. That's great. One of my life goals has always been to kind of have a novel written before I die. Whether that is a good life goal. <laughs> he didn't say good. He didn't say good novel. No, no, just any any published work that would be uh, looking for words that go off the list. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, on my side, I've well, one uh, more bit of news before you get to that. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I think Mark missed this before, so I can officially confirm that I am in for Bro Hampshire. Fuck yes. It's on. Thank you, Alex. For those that don't know, there's a road trip, which will probably turn into a future podcast episode. Yes. Uh, I, I got clearance, so I'm, uh, I'm all set. <laughs> I appreciate that, knowing that, what, like a month and a bit before we do it? <laughs> um, also, thank you for making me freak the fuck out that... You know, the guy who lives the closest to the thing that we're going to would be the one that can't make it. Yeah, like, they're still paying for me, right? <laughs> no, I don't remember what? that conversation. No, I don't remember. We're going to start a jump starter. That was the whole reason for this. <laughs> who invited Alex? He's such a mooch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the other two have have confirmed, right? Oh yeah, everybody's in. Um, okay. Alex was literally the last gray area holdout. I mean, I've been trying to talk him into um, bad excuses to get out of certain things and and even compromise a few other things to, you know, like, we'll come pick him up after work and we'll go then. I mean, we weren't going to theoretically start, you know, doing anything important when we got the night we got there. So I figured, why not, like, we could hang out your hometown and we'll... Um, <laughs> Until yeah. until we have to get you, and then go from there. And like the idea, obviously, was the more time we can kind of hang out together, the better. And fragmenting one side or the other was was crazy and and unfulfilling and sad at the same time. So Alex, this is the this is some of the best news I've heard all week, and this is coming from a guy who's excited about getting a CPAP machine. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Wait, am I in number one or number two? Two. Uh, on... <laughs> You're still number two on that one because motherfuckers needs to sleep some days and I yeah. want to sleep some days. No, that's good. You yeah. selfish bastard. <laughs> well, you kept me up at night too, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a story for another so day. For, so for the three other people who are actually listening to this and don't know what the hell we're talking about, Phil, you want to give a rundown of what, what Bro Hampshire actually is? Sure. We have decided, unless Mikey wants to go. No, you no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. There before, man. Um, so what we decided is because now that we're grown-ups, uh, quote unquote, <laughs> we do not have as much time to I hang. Didn't sign out. my adult card. I I will not. Uh, I will get your mommy to do so. What's the name of the place again that we're going to? Fun, Fun spot. spot. Fun spot. There you go. Everybody so, knows, but the guy explaining I, it. <laughs> no, exactly. That's the best way to do it. I put my trust I, in you, Phil. That's don't why ever do that. Routine, no. You you should know better by now. So what we've decided is that Fun Spot, after watching, I think we all watched the movie, right? 
King of Kong? Yes. Kong? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we all watched the movie, and there's something about six men who have enjoyed gaming for as long as we have, journeying to this fun spot and partaking in the all the games. That, how many games do they have there? Oh, gosh. Um, all over 100? Oh, okay, there was Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Pac-Man Jr. Pac-Man. I want this alphabetical. Yeah, Super Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man 3D. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer 2. Dead 5. Dead uh, 5. Space Ace. Batman. Space something. Space Pac-Man. Space Pac-Man. Yeah, there, there, there was a, there's at least 100 cabinets. Art, like, proper arcade cabinets. And I, 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 mean, I don't even know. An hour movie. doing Street Fighter 2 Turbo against well, my team. I think they had the various Street Fighters. I don't even know what the most recent game they had there. I don't know. I'd say probably 2005-ish, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, they're all pretty old school. I, are me and Hink the only ones who have been there? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. You guys are in for an absolute fucking yeah. treat. And if you're a classic gamer... The whole reason I was really like... I really wanted to come along is because this kind of is... Uh, not a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but kind of a once-in-a-lifetime where all six of us would get to go together to, to it. I mean, maybe I would end up going again in a couple of years, but I figure this time, the first time with all of us going together would be uh, pretty rad, and I didn't want to miss that. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you saw it our way. <laughs> this, is, this is our stand by me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, I want to be, be the black kid. Yeah. <laughs> After that trip to Fun Spot. Bill can be the guy that gets found in the forest. Great. Alex is found near a train tracks. He wasn't dead. He just liked train tracks. <laughs> Phil went off to join the Navy or the Army or something with guns. Oh, no, yes. wait. No, I changed my mind. I want to be a leech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking of future things that we can do other than this fun spot, uh, Bromathon. It's not a Bromathon. It's a... Brodown. Brodown. It's a bro down. Anyways, calling it Pro Hampshire, whatever. Have, have you guys heard of a airsoft thing that's out in airsoft like guns? it's airsoft guns out in Montreal? They have this whole setup, or in Quebec at least, that, which is pretty big. They have this whole setup for you. You can go into a place with zombies and shoot them. Oh Jesus! It's like a real life any uh, like a zombie shooter game. So it's like a I room on, ramped up. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty amusing. Actually, that, that, that reminds me of a video that I saw earlier this week. Imagine paintball, but instead of paintball, everyone has a Nerf-ended bow and arrow. Like it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you could look it up, but uh, I couldn't remember the name right now because I didn't know it was going to come up. But yeah, they were just, you know, they have their little paintball mask type things, but yeah, they're shooting each other bow and arrows. That's like, awesome. That would be pretty funny. Along with the so- airsoft of zombies, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, like Mikey, I also saw that uh, video, and I can definitely vouch for how awesome it looks. <laughs> yeah, right. As someone who has only used the bow and arrow once in his life, and Cat Marydale did it with no, not Cat Marydale. Marydale. <laughs> you don't totally did Cat Marydale. And <laughs> you got to sense that. Or do you? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're keeping that shit in. <laughs> but yeah, that that would be uh, really fun to do. I think real men use real arrows. <laughs> So yeah, we're going we're going to New Hampshire to Fun Spot. It's in it's in New Hampshire, right? That's why we are calling it Bro Hampshire. Yes. In, uh, yeah, it would really be awkward <laughs> if we were talking about Hampshire. It was in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> it's in California. Why else would we call it Bro Hampshire? Bro Bro Vermont. Yeah, Bro Vermont. That sounds a lot better. 
Bromont. It's spelled well, like Bromont. Bromont is actually a ski place in Quebec that you can go to. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. We almost have to go there. It's like Mount St. or something like that. Magical. That's hilarious. Uh, so, Phil, how was your week? Well, my week. I've decided that I hate work. But uh-huh. other than that, uh, no, this is. Uh, how? How do I hate work? It's just in general. Uh, especially when people like directors are asking you things, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Why would I know this? This has nothing to do with me, but they expect you to do that. So I've been, I've been, I'm just filling in. (laughs) I'm just a temp. No, they, uh, the obvious wordplay joke there, filling in. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, look at them and shrug just like this. Hey, I'm just a fill. Do that. (laughs) That might work. I'm just filling a spot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's the... Sorry, so you hate work. Keep going. Hold on, wait. <laughs> I am locked into this story. There, there's no story, man. There's no story. I've just been going to work early and late. Oh, there we go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, motherfucker's got a soundboard, does he? <laughs> no, no. Don't. Why did you guys have to bring that up? Now there's, there, if you look to your left, there's a... Oh, you're telling no, him. no, no. I'm not... No, I'm not... Okay, I don't, he's not going to play that game? All right, fine. the left part. So other than that, I've been uh, doing as much <laughs> assholes. <laughs> I've been doing as much gaming as I can. I finished the main storyline of Batman, so oh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. yeah. So you that was. Games? It was still do, still do. Okay. And that's it. Okay. That's that was my week, gents. That was my week. Yeah. Thrilling. I know. It's. I, I'm gonna edit out all my week. <laughs> Dude, that's fun. Gosh. Mine wasn't was unspectacular as well. I'm working through Batman as well, and I think I'm about fifty to sixty percent through. I think so. Yeah, I hope we get back to that soon. We'll see. We'll go on to the next thing. Cool. Who has? Uh, actually, we're, we're going to react to Mikey's selection first. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, for for the uh, I see, I, I'm starting to think slower. I'm going to start taking drugs so I can oh, think yeah. faster with you guys. Could you re- reiterate? Thank you. That's the word. Uh, let's see. My games that most influenced me, my sh- my honorable mentions were Shadowgate and Street Fighter 2. Then I said Gauntlet, Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest, and Pokemon. Now, I got to I gotta put an amendment to that. After Alex mentioned Final Fantasy IV, which I assume you mean the one Final Fantasy III for the Super Nintendo over here? I don't know. No, that was. Uh, I meant Final Fantasy II over here. Final Fantasy II. Okay, yeah. Because for me, wow. I, I think I might remove Dragon Warrior. Final Fantasy III for the Super Nintendo. I think in Japan it was technically Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, that was an amazing game. You could play multiple. Characters. It was actually Final Fantasy VI. Yes. Yeah, and it was. It was like each character. Each character was distinct and uh, interesting, and they played differently. It was. It was an amazing game, and the fact that you could play a two-player, which is amazing for an RPG. And it was just a simple menu change. That's all it was. You can make a second controller, control half of your party, three of your party as you needed. And it was a genius game. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Final Fantasy VI was the first game that I bought the soundtrack for about... (laughs) (laughs) This is all staying in. This is all staying in. Oh, right. Final Fantasy. Right. I don't want to bring in the soundtrack that I purchased. For Alex, Alex, wasn't that the first game that the first game that you bought the soundtrack for? It was actually the first game that I bought the soundtrack for. Uh, the second one being Castlevania Symphony of the Night. 
yes, Final Fantasy VI had an, an amazing soundtrack. I don't know what actually happened to those CDs. It was like a three to five disc set. Wow. I think some asshole stole it from my bedroom. Really? Uh, yeah, I think it might have been you, actually. I don't know. No, I, I wouldn't steal that shit. <laughs> no, no, no. You're porn man. No, I think, sure. I, I think it's one of those things where I lent it out to somebody, and mm. then I just forgot who I lent it to, and I never got it back. Gotcha. Uh, Pokemon. I, I know, well, first of all, there's two people with Pokemon, right? There is two. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. If you want Puzzle to League. Like, Pokemon Puzzle League wasn't. It was a Pokemon. Focusing on Mikey's yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Well, let's focus on Mikey's. So, Pokemon. I never got into it. I didn't. It, it didn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Why? I know you said that it's the collector in you, the completion. Yeah. Were you was, into the cartoon at all? I was into the cartoon by extension. I was. It was. It was on all the time, as you might remember, for a while. So it was. Uh, yeah. It was like, oh yeah, I, I know that character. I caught that character. That sort of shit. I mean, but I. I don't think I was faithfully watching it. It was more the game itself. It was like it just kept on. It was an RPG. Had RPG elements with collectability, you know, uh, much like uh, if you were say Final Fantasy had the different uh, materia that you could collect. It's like, well, now you want all the materia, you know. Now you want to get like all. In the case of Pokemon, they had an exact number. You knew the exact number of monsters that you can get. There was something in you that kind of wanted to get all of them, or at least one of every one of them. Evolve each one and get each one of them. It was just one of those things that really appealed to the collector. And I challenge anyone to admit that they don't collect something. So would you say that you had to catch them all? <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't know if I did catch them all. However, I will admit that I used. I uh, rented a uh, game genie. If you don't know what that is, Google it, kids. You're shit at games. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's because the 151st Pokemon was an impossibility to get. There were 150, but if you used a code you can get the 151st Pokemon that uh, unlocked it. And that was the only way that, that I know of, and I think to this day, that you can get it off the first two games. And I got the, the 151st Pokemon because that's how extreme I was with that game, apparently. <laughs> extreme Pokemon. Now, question. Are you one of those people that likes to complete every single task or every single uh, quest in a game? To the to a certain extent. If, there, if it's an RPG, I usually go around each room and check like each drawer and like each you know like for supplies, you know that sort of thing. If there's a map. I usually try to check each corner and expose each corner because that's where exactly where they're gonna hide something. So yeah, Pokemon was a big part of that. Like it really formulated and really got you to check every corner as opposed to running blindly through a dungeon and just trying to get to the end. Pokemon really instilled that notion of you might miss something if you if if you go too fast. Would you say that, I guess, you found the Game Genie super effective? Uh, at least for that one thing. I think that was <laughs> probably the only thing I used the Game Genie for. Judging by the other two people not laughing. <laughs> I never I never had it. I never got it because I didn't know oh, if it ROMs. worked or not. Just ROMs. Yeah, I, I, I can honestly say I tried because certain Mikeys would go on and on about playing various Pokemons of various colors slash jewel names after the names of them. And, all right, I'm going to find out what the hell is... The stupid game is all about. And I forget which one I started playing, but I, I gave it a go. And um, after I think I caught up my 23rd, I went, Jesus, this is boring. And I just <laughs> stopped playing. 
And I had the ability to save anywhere. I couldn't. I didn't have to go find something. I just stop. Pause state. Like I mean, if there's one thing that I know for sure is that I am not necessarily the target audience for the. Because uh, it's weird that you say that. Because even Pokemon had kind of a, a what's it called a deck building element to it, right? Where you can get your monsters and teach them certain things. And you played Magic, so I would think that that would at least appeal to you a little bit for that part I, of it. You know what? No, but the th- see. The, Trust me, I'm a completionist in a lot of ways because my card collections would would speak volumes to that. Like even playing Magic, I would collect card like full set. That being said, I didn't have to go and look everywhere for three hours. I could just go to a fucking store and buy a pack. You know, like I could just I could just eliminate the middleman and just go. Yeah, do you have Ball Lightning from uh, six series of Magic? Oh yeah, sure, it's four bucks. Okay, done. I didn't have to go into some cavern and try to catch it with a ball and fail. I've got it. So, like, the act of collecting was a lot more satisfying in all those other things that weren't Pokemon. I understand. I do, like, I get, I get why you like it. I just, that's just not my bag. You guys never understand. You guys I also get why you like it, too. I, but my experience with Pokemon was similar to Mark's in that I also tried it for a little bit, one of the Game Boy versions, but I could never for a little bit, a couple hours, but then I had the same experience where I just felt bored. Well, I mean, I played the Fairly first... repetitive. I think I played the first two, like, whatever came after Red and Blue. And then, yeah, I kind of outgrew it after that. You know, after they added 100, and it's like, oh, 100 new Pokemon, then another 50, that sort of thing. And yeah, sure, I outgrew it as well. But for its time, for what was around at that time, I thought it was pretty unique. Like I said, with the deck-building aspect of, like, the different elements, and you're trying to figure out which ones work together, and which one's good for which boss, and that sort of thing. There there was a fair amount of depth for an otherwise simple system, so I give them credit for that. That's all. Okay. So if I can just speak on one more game that Mikey talked about... I can just speak about one more game that Mikey talked about. Did you actually finish Dragon Warrior? That's a question that I've been thinking about I, all week. I did. I think I did. I, I, I'm pretty sure I did. It's so hazy. I'm pretty sure I finished the first one. I don't know about the second one, and I'm pretty sure I never got to play the third. So, unfortunately, I remember, yeah. I remember when, uh, after I beat uh, Dragon Warrior, I started looking for Dragon Warrior 2 art, and eventually I found the ROMs for them. And then I discovered that two was four times the size of one. Three was four times the size of two. Four was three times or four times the size of three. Like they were just the maps got so exponentially large that even the idea of trying to trying to attempt them was just going to end in me quitting. And I didn't even have maps, so like they got bigger and uglier. But RPGs were never my thing anyway. So I was I was quite surprised to see Gauntlet on the list, Mikey. Um, as probably like the first four player, it was it like positive shock. It was like, oh yeah, I've completely forgot about Gauntlet. I just remember being a quarter sucking asshole. But it I mean, was. It was, oh, yeah, you died it, so quickly on that game. Yeah, you didn't have life. It had it. It was a, your life ticked away. So you would but die you, eventually. There's no matter. There's yeah, no it, it was clearly it was designed for that. But I mean, you know, the few times you could ever get into an arcade and you know, be the fourth person in, it was crazy. And it was super satisfying, even though you know in Five seconds, you have to go pump another quarter in the machine. But yeah, that was that was a hell of a pick. All right, Alex, step up. Tell us your three again, please. So my three were Super Mario Brothers for the NES, Final Fantasy IV, which is Final Fantasy II in the U.S., and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So what were any questions, thoughts from you guys? Well, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. My, my only real question was, 
Um, Super Mario Brothers, was there? Could you find a more cliched game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, I'm just curious. Just, I just also curious. like the Yankees. I mean, the the, re- the reason those things are cliches are because they are timeless and because it is so massive and so popular. I think it was many people's first. And again, I came when when my family immigrated to Canada. It was like right around the time when Nintendo was just hitting it big. So uh, it was just a couple of years before the SNES had come out. Definitely, it was it was the one that kind of started the love affair. You never forget your first. Oh yeah, okay, I get that. As 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 the foreigner, you I managed to get up to speed with the other kids. Well, yeah, I mean, I could I could <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cool. Why are you in the game? So I could kind of. Uh, empathize with their plight as Italians who <laughs> entered this alien world. Wow. They were unwelcome. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. And the podcast took a dark turn. <laughs> I don't know how to explain Mario, this. Mario, about race relations. Silence. Where's the crickets? Who has the crickets? <laughs> but yeah, as far as Final Fantasy, dude, I totally appreciate that. Yes, Final Fantasy 4. If it's it's not the one that I played, but yes, I, I totally appreciate that. But Castlevania Symphony of the Night, that one caught me off guard. I forgot about that game completely. Between I played that one and uh, Harvest of the Moon, whatever it was called. Harvest of Dissonance? Uh, yes, yes, that one. But uh, he, Alex mentioned it very briefly. But imagine this game, like it's like Metroid, right? Yeah. Where you have a map and you could only get to certain areas until you get a certain talent. Once you get that talent, you can unlock further parts of the map. So you play this entire game, and I think it was Symphony of the Night, you play this entire game, unra- uh, unveil the entire map, you finally go against Dracula or whoever the last guy was, mm-hmm. and then it screws you in, in like the best and worst way possible. The entire game gives you a new map of the exact same map you just revealed flipped upside down. Like it's It, it doubled the... the Spoiler the, alert! <laughs> I think well, 1997, it's okay. We're in safe yeah, territory. Yeah, you're, you're a little now. Don't need to. It flipped the entire map. It's like, oh my god, I hate this game, but love that they did that. <laughs> and yeah, it was... It, it, it got a lot of play out of that, for sure. Oh, again, it's, it, was, it was pretty like crazy the first time you play it. Now it's kind of like a really known spoiler, but with the first time you experience it, and you don't know that you think you've completed it, you think you're 100% of the way through, yeah. and then it's like... Shit! I'm actually only halfway through the game. Yeah, yeah. I there's only other one other game I can think of that really did that, and I think it was Super Ghouls and Ghosts for the Super Nintendo. Wow, um, I worked hard at that game, so that I don't was, remember. That was a really hard game where you know, it, it, if memory serves, you can only take two hits before you died. Yep. And you get through the entire board. You get through the entire like each stage harder than the next. You get to the very last guy who's near impossible. You beat him, and he says, "Oh." You forgot to get this halfway down from the entire game. So he sets you back to the beginning, and you have to finish the game again. Wow. It's a royal screw job. You know, I don't know anybody uh-huh. who finished it. Um, I, I, I will say to, to your list, Alex, again, as somebody who knows that you know certain games weren't made for, for me, I mean, Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy series was the only one I ever completed was the one that you required for... Game Boy Advances to hook up to and Crystal Chronicles. Uh, Crystal Chronicles, and though I still maintain I was the MVP of that game, remember Mike? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, like it was. I only played it because it was four player. Uh, Castlevania, that was another one. I gave it a shot, but I couldn't care less when it was all said and done. And and true, true about Super Mario Brothers. I mean, it's 
it's a classic for all the right reasons. I don't know what it was because I, you know, I played it when it came out type thing and probably put a lot more time into it than I remember. But I also don't remember it having such a profound effect on me that I just had this massive love of platformers. Like it was a great, it was the one of the best platformers ever made, still is. But it never compelled me to go. I want to try all these other platformers. Like it was. That that was that was my that, I think that was my surprise. That's that's really what it was. I mean, I don't want to say that uh, Super Mario One is actually one of my favorite games or one of the best games in my opinion. But in terms of just influencing my love of gaming, because it was the first game that I ever put any considerable time or effort into, uh, I can't not leave it put it put it on this list just because it did influence everything else that I played after it. Because it was the I think I use the term like the linchpin that kind of started everything for me in terms of gaming. So again, when, it's not one of my favorites, but definitely one of the most influential. When uh, I heard your list, it mirrored a lot of what I enjoyed in games. So I didn't choose my games solely because those were the ones that I enjoyed the most or because those were what made me play it today. But it was a lot to do with your list. It was it was so similar to what I would have chosen in a certain way that I didn't want to mirror it too much. I think your choice of... Castlevania, because I remember you talking about it. I remember you playing it and you tell, talking about this. It's all my, it's so crazy, it's so good, I'm killing it. There's, <laughs> I have these things that I can do and I can double jump now. And, you can turn into these, mist. Yeah, and there was mist. It, it, one of the things that I liked about it is it, it did address a lot of the concerns that I had with vampire uh, games. There was <laughs> actual concerns, specific concerns. I had concerns. I'm sure there was vampire games before that, but you weren't able to use the tools of a vampire as you should. Uh, and that's why I don't like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joking. Whoa. Joking. Whoa. Joking. I know. I know. Calm down. Calm down. Guys, Order. guys, guys, guys. Keep it civil. <laughs> in the same room. Um, yeah, so I, I actually enjoyed hearing your thoughts on the Final Fantasy series. It's it's a great series if you think about it. Long as fuck, though, if you try and play all the games. It will suck your life away. I haven't played any past 10. I have Final Fantasy 12 for the PS2 still sitting downstairs, ready for me to uh, play it whenever I get some time and my kids grow older. <laughs> but, 20 years uh, from uh, now? One day, definitely. They're like, you know, 40 to 60 hour commitments and yeah. 80 to 100 hour commitments if you really want to do everything, everything, everything. For Final Fantasy VII, I topped out the counter. That is, I know for a fact it ends at 99 hours and 99 minutes. <laughs> wow. Seriously. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it stopped. It stopped. Um, but over, because um, I play, I replayed the game multiple times. I remember having multiple save files on my, uh, what, what do you call those for the place? The memory discs? Memories? The memory cards? The cards. Yeah, memory card. Thank you. Yeah. On the memory card. And I remember that I had over 250 hours into like Lots. three separate wow. games. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for Final Fantasy VII, I, if this means anything to you, I got Knights of the Round. Oh, same. I killed both weapons as well. Oh, the, the the big... Wow, yeah. I think. Yeah, the underwater green one and the yeah. other big-ass one. I think there were three. I don't remember them. And you need hey, Bill, did you get the blue axe? I had the blue axe. I had the green one. Oh. It was awesome. I know. It, it killed everything. I chopped oh, the frogs. Nice. Thanks, Tell guys. Us. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Just wait till we talk about sports games. Sports. <laughs> 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 so All right. What about your list? Is it Hinkman? Right, yeah. Or is it Hinkman? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, mine. Uh, the, the, the three games I had were Pokemon Puzzle League for the N64, Bomberman 64 for the N64, and Jet Set Radio for the Sega Dreamcast. Okay, so... I want to talk about Jet Set Radio a little bit. I think that you suck at single-player games because you called I know, it a hard game. I honestly... like I Jet Set Radio Future, I beat no problem. But Jet Set Radio, for whatever reason, I think I got to, like the fifth board where the cops would just mercilessly chase me. I'm out of, I'm out of, uh, of spray cans and the cops are just chasing me and I'm doing laps and it's, and I can't, I can't stop the cops or at least either that or I'd never figure out how to stop the cops. And I would just run out of like, they'd eventually just catch me. I, I felt I had to keep skating this perfect circuit just to get enough time to try to tag a wall or something. So yeah, that, that was, Look, this wasn't about my abilities. <laughs> you wink. Uh, as far as your list, the one that stood out for me was definitely Pokemon Puzzle League. Because the yeah. order of events, if I remember, was that you showed me on whatever Game Boy handheld it was, hey, dude, you got to check out this Pokemon Puzzle League. And it's like, I, I picked it up, I played it. It's like, I know this game. It's fucking Tetris Attack for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And me and my brother killed that game on the Super Nintendo. We were playing it to death, and it was the first in my opinion, the first puzzle game that really, really held my attention because yeah. it was action-packed and, and was proactive as opposed to just doing things and then, you know, things would happen. You could do things while things were happening. And he was absolutely right in that the Pokemon Puzzle League version had the column version. And although I was good on the regular classic Pokemon Puzzle League, the column version hit kicked the my cylinder? ass. The, the cylinder. cylinder, yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on. At a third dimension, yeah. I'd go completely... I can honestly say having you whoop my ass on the regular six-column vanilla version and you completely having no concept of going further left or further right, it was I actually was going, he's fucking with me. This is so nice. He's letting me win these ones. No, you really <laughs> couldn't fucking do it. It was crazy. But, um, but honestly, like, but that was another thing too, and, and, and you made a good point. Like, if you've ever played Tetris against somebody side-by-side, that may as well be two people racing to watch paint dry. And you could take any other oh, puzzle game. Like, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, like, there's nothing, wrong with, there's nothing wrong with Tetris, but, I mean, it was just, I don't know. I never felt it was compelling enough to want to, I'll challenge you next. Like, like and I played, like, Dr. Mario. I played, was it Yoshi's Island? I, um, I, That's a 2D platformer, asshole. No, no, there was a, Yo, there was a Yoshi, Yoshi's, Yoshi's Cookie. Cookie. Yoshi's Cookie. Thank you. Uh, Yoshi's <laughs> Cookie, um... Like I would play, like I love getting my hands on puzzle games in general, just because it, it was it was like brain exercises and it was cool and it was just trying to quickly think on your feet. But Pokemon Puzzle League actually felt like I was kicking somebody's ass or having my ass kicked. It wasn't it wasn't just a race to do this or oh you got your Tetris and ah like you were up against the wall all the time. Oh, and man. when you play against somebody really good like Mikey. You were never not against the wall, which made it even more compelling. But the great part about that game is, too, even, even if somebody did a really good move against you, it was possible for you to get fight your way out of it. Oh, I fought my way out of a you few times. Bear, unbury yourself from yeah. uh, the barrage. Yeah, so my, my biggest thing that I saw from your selection was what I still see today is you like to play with other people. You like yeah. to play multiplayer games because it's playing by yourself playing with yourself is a special time for every boy. But when you get to play with your friends, that's what we all that's what we <laughs> that's what we've all 
grown up right doing forward. is wanting to play more uh, with our, our friends and finding something that we can all do at the same time. Not everybody, like Alex can play uh, hockey really well. Mark can well, play... Well, I'm fat now. <laughs> okay, you could play hockey. But it, we all had things that we were good at. But with gaming, when you can do it together, it's uh, such an experience that I. that's why I've always enjoyed... Because you, you're not one of those assholes that goes, hey, guys, watch watch what I can do in this game. Like, I no, fucking it's... hated those people. Exactly. So <laughs> like, I appreciated that. Don't get me wrong. Like There were, there were one-player games that I was really, really good at. I absolutely whooped ass at uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I I could destroy those games, no problem. And it was my brother's game. Like it, He got it, and I would go and beat the shit out of it. And it was and then I went when I got my Dreamcast, I would got I went and bought one and two and three and Disney Skate Park Adventure, which was the exact same <laughs> engine of Tony Hawk with just Disney shit in it. And I would play that just because I wanted more boards and different boards, but like there were one player games I could play and did play and and was actually very good at. Um but those don't Tony Hawk was never going to be something that launches me into other Tony Hawk esque games. Like, there was no other really good skateboarding games, and they kind of, I don't know, They, I think they just ran out of ideas after, like, Tony Hawk 8. It was just, I don't know, we don't know what we're doing anymore either. Let's add, let's add a story. I don't I'm care what always, you I've already grinded everything you could throw at me. What's <laughs> left? <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes down to. It's like, you want me to ollie over everything again? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, the games that mean the most have always been... Like, I mean, there are tons of multiplayer games I could have put on here. Halo probably would have been an honorable mention. Just for the first time I bought that game, Mikey sat on my couch, and we were just kicking the shit out of everything and laughing our balls off. And then we found out you could hook other Xboxes up to this, and it went even crazier. Yeah, you're right. Like, there is a... I'm, I'm very much pro-multiplayer, pro-co-op, but these are the few games that probably still were, I guess, tastemakers for the things I ended up looking for in games for myself. That was actually one of the most interesting contrasts that I found between the lists that Phil and I came up with versus the ones that you and Mikey came up with. That love of single-player gaming versus that love of multiplayer gaming. And ever since I started hanging out with you guys, specifically Mark and Mikey, one of the first things that I noticed about you know the the times that we would get together to game is that it was always a multiplayer affair. Obviously, there are people over, but like my some of my first memories of hanging out with you guys is those Halo parties uh, that we had. And I never thought of um, Mark. I never really thought of you as a single player gamer. I always thought of you as just like a guy who wants to get together. And not even in competition sometimes. Like, I remember with sports games, you wanted to work as a team and see if we can, like, beat the shit out of somebody and winning 11-8 for the Xbox and do a diving header or whatever. Hell, yeah. Do the cross. Do the cross. <laughs> yeah, I taught Mikey how to play so many sports games. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Whoa. you know what offside is in soccer. You know how this is hard to explain that to people? You know, I, I guess thank you. I think that's that's a good... I mean, that's always been my bag is is the multiplayer games and and co-op games and and if that's if that's the stigma I have to bear, then so be it. <laughs> nothing wrong with that shit. Social gamer, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, when when we figured out that Halo, you can play the entire campaign co-op. That was pretty amazing for sure. Moving on to Phil's then. Sure. So mine, if you don't remember, were Mario Brothers, the original, Double Dragon Two, The Revenge, and Day of the Tentacle. All right, it's a pretty so, polarizing three. Yeah, it's, it, it spans a good amount of time there. 
But uh, I give you props for going all the way back to Atari 2600, which I never even thought of. But yeah, I should have. I thought of it. If I hadn't have said Gauntlet, then I would have said Combat. Because Fuck that you, you were going to say Combat. No, seriously, Nobody absolutely. Combat. Because that's the exact same thing that Gauntlet did. No, Up until it. that point for the Atari 2600, they were all one-player games, except for the Pong, but who cares? Yeah. Uh, they were all one-player games. Yeah, so awesome when I saw Combat, and you too. could go... Yeah. In combat, you could go against somebody else in the same room on the same screen. That was like that was pretty pretty cool. I really enjoyed playing combat. Hanks bouncing off the walls. Oh. <laughs> the bounce, yeah, oh, the bouncy shots. Good game. Yeah. Just finding those angles. And yeah. uh, Philly, the the Double Dragon two. Yeah, I I totally totally agree with that. It, I, if memory serves, was that the one where if you press the button at the same time, you did the jumping spinning kick? That's uh, the cyclone kick, sir. Yeah, the cyclone that- kick. Was okay, so that that was my biggest question, and it's only because I can't remember. Was that really like the defining difference between Double Dragon, Double Dragon Two? That was a major one, I think. That I, I honestly I didn't play Double Dragon. I went right what? to two. I know. Was, I'm was an that, ass. Wow, that was that, you could do also, that, huh? May have also had combo moves or something. There, you could grab guys, you could throw them, you could knee them in the face. So if you grab them, you could just go like, yeah. uh, press I think the button. You could do that the first and then shoulder toss them. Sorry. Yeah, and they had you could grab weapons and use weapons. I'm pretty sure you could probably use that in the first one, but since I didn't play it, I don't know. And uh, any one of you guys can correct me on this. For Double Dragon one or two, was it at the end you had to fight? Assuming you both made it, you had to fight against the other guy to win the girl. You had to fight in Double Dragon Two. You had to fight against yourself, so a shadow form of yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, because I think I thought if you played co-op, you had to beat the other guy, like you know, the other person you were playing with up until that point to fight for the girl. Yes, Alex. <laughs> uh, so in Double Dragon One, was it actually possible to ever get fifty thousand by that freaking bridge part, as shown in The Wizard? <laughs> Uh, that's movies. That's not real. <laughs> no, dude, after seeing that movie, I actually went back and played Double Dragon 1, and I'm like, it is actually impossible. There are not enough enemies generated by the game <laughs> for you to get 50,000 by the point that they were showing in the movie. Oh, and this God. is by your Power Glove. Alex, and what is arguing... you're going to reference that movie. I love the Power Glove. It's so... It's so... What is it? So boss. So boss. <laughs> that would be the modern version, yeah. Jesus. I did have the Power Glove. Jesus. You did have the power glove? I did have the power. Well, I mean, I had it. I think years after the fact, it was cheap and it didn't really work very well. Okay, good. I I, I wanted to because after watching uh, Captain, uh, what was it, Captain N, Captain Nintendo? Oh, Captain the Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah, you guys remember that, right? And he yeah, had the yeah, power glove. I wanted the power, power glove. Yeah. I, I'm happy that it didn't actually do anything. Did Not you guys so actually good. walk around with your Nintendo zappers, like with the end hooked into your pocket? No. Do that. Anybody else? No? Not really. That's just here. No, no, not born in this country. When you played Nintendo, was on an 11-inch or 13-inch screen. So, really, that gun was only good for, like, three feet in front of it. <laughs> and everybody accepted that. Even though it did make the clicking noise, hmm. just leave the gun there. Oh, and finally, I thought, Phil, I thought it was a really cool design for, like, a, as a 12-year-old kid, 10-year-old kid. Hmm. True. And regarding your, your, your part, uh, Philly, I, do, I totally appreciate uh, you mentioning Kale Shakes. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as yeah, I was gonna say, like, what the fuck? Like, your wife's making you kale shakes? No, no, no. So I make the You're kale making, shakes. You make the kale shakes. Oh. I make them, but it's because she wants me to. Oh. Who's making the gluten-free pasta? Dude, you buy that. 
Okay, so so in a, in a way, Phil, we're both being subjected to kale shakes. <laughs> but at least I don't have to make them. No, but I love kale chips. So kale shakes sound like a step up and and, and sound like really delicious. Am I wrong on this? You're wrong. You're wrong. Shakes are gross. Uh, it's it's not that they're gross because you add other things to them, but uh, the kale chips actually the kale chips are pretty nice because you put the uh, olive oil I'm guessing you're putting on it. Oh, we put maple some... syrup on that. Oh, what? <laughs> <That's disgusting. laughs> no, a little bit of sea salt, a little olive oil. That's all you need. Yeah, you're you're going the opposite route. Sweet and amazing. It's maybe it's a Quebec thing. I don't know. It's That's totally a Quebec thing. God. What is that? What does How it do have? Oh, now I gotta is that Campbell's? No, that's maple syrup <laughs> shit. Because yeah, <laughs> I always happen like... to have that can right next to me at all yes, times. Yes, pure maple syrup. Love it. Uh, hey, Philly. Um, yes? I, 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 I was surprised. That, not that I know what Day of the Tentacle really was, but the fact that you had point-and-click adventure games as one of them, I thought that was terribly unique because I just... That's a genre of games. Though I, I played a few of them. It wasn't... Again, wasn't really. I never found them terribly compelling, but that's a fairly specific title. So that's a, just props for that. I just thought that was. It's a hell of a choice. And you said you never played the first Maniac Mansion. I, because in Day of the Tentacle, you can actually play Maniac Mansion in it. Oh. It, yeah, there's there's a computer in a room that you can go and actually play the original. Oh. I played the original for a little bit, but I do prefer those graphics, the newer graphics, as opposed to playing the old graphics. So. Yeah, it, when you when you play any point and click, like uh, I remember playing um, a full throttle uh, Indiana Jones and the what was it the, the Temple of not the Temple of Doom um, Atlantis yeah, India something Atlantis Secret of Atlantis Secret of Atlantis okay. and all the Leisure Suit Larrys. How could oh, you not geez. want to play those? Well, after you played the first couple Leisure Suit Larrys and there's no payoff, <laughs> yep, you know what I mean? <laughs> then you just feel, you know, I don't need to be trade one more time. You're just perpetually zipped up for the whole game. Yeah, it's like, oh, As a 14-year-old, oh, I'm not looking for suggestions. I'm looking for tits. <laughs> they should call it Almost Boobs. That's what it is. Because it's... Leisure it's, Shoot Larry in Almost Boobs 4. <laughs> nearly tits. actually tits. happens. <laughs> Jeez, there, I, there I am. Sitting with it out. Nothing. I actually really loved Phil's choice of Day of the Tentacle because that was a game that I really, really loved. And I, when you brought it up, it brought memories flooding back of just like the lead character and just the general style of the game and the the charm of it. So it did have this kind of like again, not otherly, yeah, I guess otherworldly sci-fi quality to it that was just really cool. And it was the first one where the characters had like really distinguishable personalities in the dialogue and the voice acting and everything, and it was, was top-notch. Was that a Lucasfil game? Lucasfilm game? LucasArts? Which no longer exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so it was All right, so that was that. Pour one out yeah. for the homies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a whole can of maple syrup. No. Chug it. Okay, okay. When we go to, you guys are super troopers. The syrup? Yes. We, we got to do that. We got to do that. Jesus, really? Oh, oh dude. We could be going through Vermont, so that's entirely possible. Coma. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Chugging contest? Okay, we'll, we'll, chug, we'll chug smaller amounts, not a whole bottle. Well, finish it up, Rook. <laughs> so, then, uh, so Phil, you want to like throw to the next section? Do, do we want to do Mikey's game next? Or... Oh, yeah. It's time. Mike's game, Mike's game, Mike's game, yeah. You gonna play Mike's game? Maybe, possibly, I think so. Cause it's Mike's segment. Oh, listen 
want to, yeah. I'm down if you guys are. I think, no, I think let's do a game. Long, eh? okay. okay, so uh, real bit quick before we, we do one of my little games here. I was thinking about it. This is one of our first, you know, first podcasts and everything. So uh, I was thinking, uh, I was going to apologize for if we got super famous. About time. <laughs> if we got super famous and I ruined it all with one of my, you know, with what is going to be a, a, a giant scandal. And I thought about it. You know what? I could definitely see this ending badly uh, with the number of scandals. So uh, uh, the various ways in which it would end for us uh, are thus. Uh, okay, so for Alex, um, his, uh, at his daughter's school, his uh, successful parent-teacher program uh, turns out to be a drug-dealing ring. Actual name, Daddy and Me and Heroin. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like me. I like for it. Phil... <laughs> For Phil, his, Phil his, his very successful clothing line, Phil Gear, uh, turns out to be made in, in, in India by child laborers. Even worse, it's uh, made out of child laborers who have died making Phil Gear. Uh, <laughs> in the case of Hank, in the case of Hank, what else? Doping scandal. He's been taking steroids for years and has given him an unfair advantage to podcast longer and farther than anyone else. Well, I, I do apologize for that, but uh, you know what? I play to win. And, uh, Give it 110 percent. None of you can understand this, what it's like. <laughs> and for me, of course, uh, I, I get, get caught with my future wife, or get caught cheating on my future wife with a hooker that uh, I thought was a man. <laughs> you know, change it up. Why not? <laughs> hey, you got hopes and dreams. We haven't heard that one yet. I'm still waiting for that one. I thought it was a dude, man, I swear. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No penis, what? <laughs> Okay, so let's play a game. Hello, friends. We're going to play a game now. It's one that Mikey devised, so listen up close, because he reads fast. Take it away. All right. All right, so I got a couple. First is the warm-up, and then the actual game game, all right? So, <laughs> racist. Jeez. Dun, 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 dun. He did the same sound before you came on. It was awesome. Yeah, oh. exactly. Okay, wow, that's so... Brilliant. Of the three of you guys, we'll just do a warm-up warm game real quick. So this one's just kind of quick. It's just true or false. I will give you a, a title. You tell me whether or not, based off of the Wikipedia page that it, I got this information from, whether or not this is a Crayola crayon color or not. So we'll say Crayola or Cray-Cray. Uh, How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. first. Are we doing this in order? Are we writing these? Yeah, we'll take turns. No, we'll take turns. This you, don't, this you don't got to write down for. Okay, Alex goes first. Go. Okay, Alex goes first. Alex, first one. Fuzzy Wuzzy. Crayola or Cray Cray? Ooh, Cray Cray. No, that is a Crayola color. Sorry, buddy. What color? Uh, I think it's a brown. Oh, jeez. Not like a bear. Duh, you know? Well, I know he was a bear. <laughs> yeah, he was. he was. I also know he had no hair. <laughs> Alex. Okay, over to Phil. Sure. Sizzling Sky. Guy. Crayola. No, that's that's great, Cray. Fuck it. Ah, you're confu obviously confusing yourself with Sizzling Red. Totally. Oh, that's the real, the real color. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Also a good stripper name. <laughs> sizzling Sky. True. It is with an E. Give it up this. Sizzling Sky. Hey, Smashed Pumpkin. Cray Cray. No, that's a Crayola color, actually. We are shit at this. That is game ever. Part of the Silly Sense series. Smash Pumpkin. All right, back over to Alex. Number four, Cherry Poppins. <laughs> porn Cherry. title. 
Uh, I'm going to say Crayola. No, that is Cray Cray. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're zero for four. Yeah. Cherry Poppins is actually uh, a porn star. So you, you can... You know, I wasn't off. Okay. <laughs> you are not far off. Back over to Phil. Number five, Sandy Sweet. Cray Cray. Cray Cray. Yeah, that is Cray Cray. That is also like porn another porn star, name. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Sweet, also a porn star. So yeah, you can look that up. Back over to Hink. Manatee. Manatee. What? <laughs> Manatee. Crayola cray cray. No, that is a Crayola crayon color. <laughs> what the hell? That's like calling a, a, a crayon horse. at Crayola. What in the hell are you doing to Manatee. kids? It's gray. It's a, it's, a, it's a shade of gray. It makes sense, right? Yeah, naturally, like yeah. <laughs> and wolf will be the next color. Over to Alex. You guys are sucking hard. This is a lot, these are the last ones for each of you. Alex, um, warm and fuzzy. Well, the first one that warm you gave and was fuzzy. something in fuzzy, and you said it was. I'm going to say cray cray. No, that is a Crayola crayon. <laughs> warm Same and one that you said before? That No, no. That The other one was fuzzy wuzzy. This is warm and fuzzy. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a totally different crayon, though. <laughs> Warm and fuzzy is like two colors spun together or something. I didn't even do that one, but... All right, Phil, who's yep. in the lead with one. Damn right. <laughs> Shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. Cray-cray. Nope, that is a Crayola crayon. Why? It's a shade of pink. <laughs> Children shouldn't know what a shrimp cocktail is. Like it's I said, for adults. <laughs> That's irresponsible, Mike. And Hink, Hink is the last man who has the opportunity to pull into a tie in the in the lead with one. I don't have a coin. <laughs> Very terrible at this. This is the warm up. You guys are brain dead. I don't blame you. Deja blue. Deja blue. <laughs> cray cray. <laughs> it is cray cray. Yeah. That is a porn star. That's B L E W, folks. Oh, wow. Performance enhancers to get in on that one, to get that one. <laughs> okay, and looking at the big board, Hink and Phil are tied at the lead <laughs> of one each. And <laughs> not Alex even one. Nothing. Uh, wow. wow. Well, you, you guys clearly haven't played with crayons in a while. All right. Yeah. Okay, so the next game, this is the real game, really, in my opinion, so I don't know if you guys are still brain dead after that. This requires um, pen and pencil, or...? Yes, this requires pen and pencil, so if you are listening to this, feel free to grab a pen and play along. The game, I call this, this uh, Top 7, okay? So I will give you a list of 10 things, and you guys have to take turns naming something off a list and only give me the Top 7. If you get any of the bottom 3, you're out. Last man stands. Family feud. <laughs> okay, I see what you're doing. Whoa, whoa, that's copyrighted. Hey, we, nobody here is doing any kind of family feud type stuff. So I have three of these, and you guys can each start one, depending on how brain dead you are. Perfectly fair, okay? So who wants to go first? And they get to choose what category, so... Mark. Okay, Mark goes first. Okay, Hank. Okay, ready? <laughs> the, three categories you to, the three categories you have to choose from, and we will go with each one of them if you guys are so up for it. Movies, television, or sports. And for all of our lucky listeners, of the four of us, I do not sports. <laughs> so so uh, this will be particularly entertaining, I think, for these guys. Not so much for me. But we'll see sports! 
Sports. You go to sports, not the prize. Okay, here go, guys. Get your pen and write these down. All ten of them. Barcelona. New York. All right. New York Yankees. Arsenal. Manchester United. Manchester City. Real Madrid. Bayern Munich. Chelsea. L.A. Dodgers. And Paris Saint Germain. Hang on. You guys I missed one. Which one? <laughs> which one? Yeah, I missed So I got Barcelona, New York Yankees, Arsenal, Man U, Man C. Yep. Real, Real Madrid. Madrid, Bayern Munich. Yep. And then Chelsea. Chelsea. L.A. Dodgers, Paris Saint Germain. Okay. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. according to SportingIntelligence.com and con- in. in in combination with ESPN Magazine, they had the average annual first team's payroll. So these are the top ten payrolls of all sports. Okay? So we'll start with Hank, and you will give me one of the top seven of this list that are the have the highest payrolls in all of sports. Go ahead, dude. Uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Oh, that was my choice. <laughs> Real Madrid is one of the top seven. You are correct. And uh, just to make things interesting, I'll only tell you which one is number one if it's set, just so that there isn't any sort of mathematical advantage for the people left. All right, over to Alex. New York Yankees. New York Yankees is number nine. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. He is out. Sorry, that was picked at first. Okay, so yeah. Paris Saint-Germain must be number 10. <laughs> Don't ruin the game. Now, okay, this is, this is compiled, <laughs> according to the website, this was compiled in May 2015. So, I don't know if there's any differences made, but... Okay, so, My New York own. Yankees, number 9. Alex is out. <laughs> the way, sorry, I forgot to mention, the way we'll score this is the last person standing will get two points, second place will get one, third place, in this case, Alex, will get none. <laughs> All right. All right, over to Phil. Next. Manchester United. Manchester United is one of the top seven. Correct. Uh, Hank, go ahead. Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona is one of the top seven. Correct. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is number eight. Ooh. Wow. Sorry, buddy. Really? Yes. So Hank takes that one, Phil, and Alex. So according to the list, number 10 is Arsenal, number 9, New York Yankees, 8, Chelsea, 7, Bayern, 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 Bayern Munich, 6, Manchester United, which surprised me. I would have thought that would be higher. 5 is the LA Dodgers. That blows my mind. Uh 4 is Barcelona. 3 is Manchester City. Two is Real Madrid, and number one is Paris Saint Germain. Fuck really? It's all based off of their first team's uh, annual. Oh, they're starting eleven, or they're starting. Yeah. So according wow. to them, I guess they they got some sort of three peats or something recently. Well, between Ibrahimovic titles. and sorry, sorry, Mikey, I just realized I started doing sports. <laughs> Go ahead, um, sports, sports it up. Yes. Man. Wow, that that is that is a shocker. Good. That's an excellent one. That's an excellent. Okay. One. So amongst them, um, Parents Saint Germain, uh, their players, at least their first team salary, is approximately $174,000 a week. 
Fuckers. Or oh $9.08 million a year. Average. Why would you average. play for more than one year? <laughs> they must pay Ibrahim if it's like $50 million a year, because that's absurd. Yeah, it's pretty insane, right? Okay, alright. Who wants to go next? Bill, Alex? I'll go next. Okay, so it is either TV or movies. TV. TV. Alright, here we go, guys. Write these ones down. Ten more. Okay? So, Seinfeld, 1998. Are we Two. writing... Wait, wait. Are we writing the years as well? Yeah, if you want to. It might help you. Who knows? Okay. Uh, Cheers, 1993. Magnum P.I., 1998. MASH, 1983. All in the Family, 1979. The Fugitive, 1967. The Cosby Show, 1992. Home Improvement, 1999. Friends, 2004. And Family Ties, 1989. Interesting. Good. You got that all? You're going to have to do this over again. Okay. Uh, Fugitive, what year? Which one? Fugitive. Fugitive is 1967. And All in the Family? All in the Family is 1979. So, to go down the list, Mark, Seinfeld, Cheers, Magnum P.I., MASH, All in the Family, The Fugitive, The Cosby Show, Home Improvement, Friends, and Family Ties. You got it? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Sound it out. Seven. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So, according to mentalfloss.com, these are going to be the most watched series finales of all time. Okay? Uh, this is not including Johnny Carson's finale, which would be in there somewhere, but these are going to stay with the primetime ones. This is as of, this list is only as of 2010. And as far as what I could see, there wasn't anything that beat these. So these are probably still accurate. All right, Phil, you get to go first. Only the top seven, please. I will go with Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Correct. It is one of the top seven. And then over to... Actually, we could change it up the order. Well, no, we'll go back to, over to Hank. Um, hmm. Ah, screw it up. I'll go, with the, I'll go with the number one answers. MASH. Oh, so sure he's number one, huh? Is it? Yes, he's correct. Yeah, it's yeah I'm pretty one. sure it's one. MASH had 105.9 million viewers. That's wow. insane. Insane. Okay, Alex, over to you. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was going like Seinfeld or MASH were the two sure bets. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Cheers. Cheers. Yes, that is one. <laughs> yes, not sure. <laughs> oh, the drama so dramatic. Uh, I can't remember. I think I did watch a Cheers one. I was, yeah, I was around for that one. I watched that one. Um, feel free to, to to interject your thoughts and feelings as we go through this. So, Phil, over to you. Uh, friends. Friends. Yes, Friends is one of the top seven. I do remember that one at least. That was kind of lackluster, if memory serves. Over to Hank. Top seven, please. Uh, family ties. Family ties. Family Ties is number nine. Ooh. Wow, really? Sorry, Ooh. dude. I, I'm just trying to, like, I'm, I'm just going through the list of what's left and trying to remember what I remember of their finales, and I can honestly say I don't know Home Improvement, Cosby Show, like, what, what their big finale, but Family Ties, I know what, I remember that How did, how did that end? Finale. I don't remember. Um, I, I believe... Alex went to college, university? Yeah, he was about to go to college, but I, he, there was this huge dream sequence. 
where like he was kind of showing off his like his it was actually kind of not existential but it was a, it was a it was a bit of a thinker given that it was a comedy and and I just remember being excellent how did the theme song go for that family ties are, are we allowed to sing it yeah why not i bet we've been together for a million years oh okay gotcha Right. Yeah, yeah. That was all me. All right, whose turn is it now? I got started breathing on the night. Next, please. Next. Okay, all right. <laughs> Ink is out. Alex, over to you. Shit. <laughs> uh, I got to go with the Cosby Show. The Cosby Show is in the top seven, correct? Yes. Nicely done. Ooh. What was the finale about that? If, uh, and, the Cosby and no, Show? I don't remember. I don't remember that one at all. Phil Cosby. Phil Cosby. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. I have never uh, done that. Phil Cosby slips a drink. Low-hanging fruit. Yep. I was going to... That was a wide-open door. Yeah. That's not what he calls it. Uh, that's... Yeah. Those are the jello pudding. The pudding popped. The Kodak film. <laughs> Here on the yeah. my camera, my pudding pop doesn't have anything in it. I promise. Come up to my you're, hotel. Your your Cosby sounding a little Jewish. No, I've Just, given up. My, okay. I never really had a Cosby. Okay. Just, I, I I never Rudy. had a Cosby. So. <laughs> okay, uh, so. I think it's over to Phil, right? Yes. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go with All in the Family. All in the Family. Is number eight. Wow. Oh, Sorry, bud. So that gives Phil one and Alex two. And Alex back in it. Was was Fugitive We're, the other one? According to the big scoreboard, I got Hink at three, Phil at three, and Alex at two. It's anybody's I bet, game. I bet Magnum PI must have been the other one. Okay, so number ten, you might expect it. It was a home improvement. Yeah. Which I don't remember that one at all. I'm sure the boys were no, full grown and one went off to the space. Only wasn't it like only one son left or something like that. The other two died. <laughs> yeah, the other two went on strike and they got and and they demanded more money and they never came back for the last season. Oh, is that what it was? I think so. Oh, or all three of them. Really I can't remember. Uh-huh. But yeah, the, yeah, the kids were pretty much gone at that point. Number nine was Family Ties. Hmm. Uh, number eight was All in the Family. Yeah, jeez. Um, number seven, The Cosby Show. Six, Magnum PI. Number five was Friends. Number four was Seinfeld. I regret not picking Fugitive. (laughs) Number three, the more I look at that, it's like, obviously that would have been a hell of a show. Number three was The Fugitive, if you can believe it, 78 million viewers. Number two was Cheers with 80.4. And number one, MASH with 105. So yeah, yeah, we're at, we're, um, Hank and Phil are tied at three and Alex at two. This is a, this is all or nothing on this one. So we're starting with Alex, right? Yeah, movies, right? Alex, movies. You like movies? I, I also I enjoy movies. <laughs> Good. Get your <laughs> pen and write these ones down, everybody. <laughs> yep. Go pens. Go pens. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. You can write as much as or as little as you want. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, when I say go slower, I didn't mean read slower. I mean go slower. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 
I'm reading these so the 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 listeners can also write these down. They're not playing. <laughs> Interstellar. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. X-Men: Days of Future Past. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The Hobbit: Battle of the Five Armies. Maleficent and Transformers Age of Extinction. So these are according to box off did everybody get those all right? No, I didn't no. I only got like six. <laughs> so Hunger Games? What was the last one you got? Hunger Games. Okay, uh, I kept uh, missing <laughs> The Hunger Games, Mocking J Part One, Amazing Spider Man Two, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, X-Men, Days of Future Past, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, Maleficent, and Transformers, Age of Extinction. Okay, so did everybody get Got that? it, got it, got it. it. Good? Think? Do it. Okay, they got it. <laughs> He's not too enthusiastic about just, it. Just, eh, I got it. Yep. Okay. I think I got them all. <laughs> okay, so this is according to Box Office Mojo. Movie through by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really killed that Hobbit franchise. Oh my god, he drove it into the ground. <laughs> according all to BoxOfficeMojo.com, these are the highest grossing movies of 2014. All right, we go to Alex first. Uh, I remember Guardians of the Galaxy killing it that year, so Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, yes, that is in the top seven. Over to Phil. I'm going to go with The Hobbit. The Hobbit. Correct, that is in the top seven. Over to Hank. Again, how many of these movies did you guys see? Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen it. Eight out of ten. Seven? Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, jeez. Wow, that's hardcore. And Alex, none. I saw five of them. <laughs> uh, sorry, whose turn was it? Captain America Winter Soldier. It is. And he picked one in the top seven. Correct. Over to Alex. I gotta go with Hunger Games. The Hunger one, Games, right? Mockingjay Part One. That's the full name, because you know you want to be in with the tweens nowadays. Uh, yes, that is one of the top seven. Correct. Shit. Phil. <laughs> All right. Three left. I'm gonna throw it to Maleficent. Maleficent. Oh. <laughs> Maleficent. Is one of the top seven movies. Wow. Ooh. Nice. Well, you guys are doing very well. This is this is like your category. <laughs> Over to Hank, and there are two left. Wait, Phil's in the clear then, because there's only two left. Yeah. In, oh no, unless you. Not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh. With Michael Bay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, Transformers, uh, ru- uh, ruining my childhood. Uh, well, you can you can thank Michael Bay because that is in the top seven. Yeah, I figured it would be. All right, and Alex is the last selector. Uh, I was gonna have a caveat that whoever's left 
if you uh, get the highest point total that they would have gotten for that position. So if uh, Alex gets this right, you guys all get uh, two points. Yikes. Uh... <laughs> Otherwise, if he screws it up, then, you know, then it's all over. Oh, man. Choices. Actually, I'm okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hank's okay. The ones that are left are Amazing Spider-Man 2, Interstellar, X-Men Days of Future Past, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I know superhero movies make... Uh, it's between Spider-Man or X-Men, but I don't think as many people saw Spider-Man. Uh, I'm going off the buzz for X-Men, so X-Men Days of Future Past. Going off the buzz. He's going off the buzz. The buzz is correct, everyone. Yes! And Days of Future Past is the last of the top seven. Well done, guys. Boom. Uh, bottom three in order. Number ten is Interstellar. Number nine is Donna. Fuck you, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Number uh... eight is Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, yes, that was on the cusp. Right next to that is another superhero movie. Captain America, The Winter Soldier at number seven. X-Men was at number six. Number five was The Hunger Games. Number four was Maleficent. And this was where it gets more painful, right? Guardians of the Galaxy was three, which I loved. Number two was The Hobbit, Battle Fuck of the Armies. And the highest grossing movie of 2014, guys, if you can fucking believe it. Transformers Age of Extinction made over a billion dollars. I would, can I, I would like to just say one thing. Humanity's fucked and people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the one with Marky Mark? Yep, that's the one. I've, that I've, the I've watched ten minutes into that and then I couldn't. It's 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 a yeah it's painful. I mean, if I if you had to give me the choice between watching Transformers: Age, Age of Extinction and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I don't know which one I would subject myself to. They are uh, the same level of of utter crap, really. I, I did watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. I did not enjoy uh, April's... Um, yeah. Well, yeah, What's-Your-Face's portrayal of April. Yeah. It, it was it was The only good thing about it was the Turtles, and even they were slightly meh. I liked how they characterized the Turtles, but I thought April O'Neil was really... She brought nothing to the table as per... Nothing. Usual, nope. As per Megan... Fox as usual, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you guys still continued watching Michael Bay movies after Transformers One? <laughs> okay, it's like watching a strong point to the table, Mike. <laughs> watching Michael Bay movies is um, what's that? Uh, what's that book that was written by Hitler again? Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. Yes, yes. yes. Watching Michael Michael Bay movies is kind of like reading Mein Kampf. It doesn't necessarily mean you believe in it. You just want to hope to learn something from it to prevent it ever happening again. It's kind of the way I look at it. Quality analogy. But, uh, yeah, spoiler alert for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, close your ears for the next five seconds. So young April O'Neil owned the turtles, and her dad turned them into mutants? What the Yeah. Yeah. Why? What the Well, honestly, yeah. honestly, you just saved me 92 minutes. Yeah, so, dude. Thanks. Seriously, seriously, that's the highlight like, if you can call it that. Any, it just... Anytime somebody's like, "Oh, you no, don't see it, just don't see it," it's like, yeah. "Fuck you, I'm gonna see it." Yeah. But now it's like, "Here's why." Ah, oh, dude, that's a good argument, thank dude, you. Dude, I my forehead hurt so bad because I smacked it so hard. Like that's enough hurt. You kind of want to see ninja ninja rap. 
Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. So that is uh, those are those, those are my games. I'm sure uh, I'll come up with some more. Oh, real quick, um, as far as the annual payrolls, uh, for the record, while I think there were only two, two baseball teams in there, and the rest of them were soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, numbers 11 and 12, respectively, were actually the Brooklyn Nets and Detroit Tigers. Hmm. Interesting. Wow, the Tigers? Yeah, I I, wow. I don't know. Is that I didn't know they had money. They baseball, right? Uh, base- <laughs> it's, it's baseballish, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so who won? Um, just because everyone got two points at the very end there, Hink has five, Phil has five, and Alex has four. So it's more like participation ribbon, Alex! Yay! Woo! Amazing. Well done, guys. Fantastical. That was so, wonderful. Good job, Mike. Yeah, that was fun. Well, it, it is now uh, 1.40 in the morning our time, and I think that this is going to be wrapped up. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? One tip. Wear a condom. Okay, thank you, Mikey. Woo! <laughs> um, wear a condom on your tip? <laughs> it is you. not that late when. Thank you, Hank. Lex? Be good to people. Uh, <laughs> you know what I, I, wrote. No, I think the third, I wrote. One, the third one should have been tip your condom, Alex, but that's okay. <laughs> think he's Be- better than us because you took the high road. You're Pretty nothing. Much. You're nothing. If you if you do wear a condom, you will be good to people. <laughs> so uh, on that note, what if uh, that person doesn't like condoms? Male in? or female? Sorry, female. They don't like animal or human. <laughs> Mineral. 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 Plants. Yeah. Plants need condoms, too. You don't want to get chlorophyll all up in your junk. It's true. So, Phil, you, you were saying? Well, I, I was just going to wrap this up. Yeah, gonna, yeah. Do you guys have something that you want to wrap up, like a catchphrase, like some of the other pods yeah, ooh, do? We need or, a or we don't have to. We can just go, you know, goodbye. Ooh, crushed it. Crushed it. <laughs> Just I, I was joking to the to to the dude who uh, who who uh, bone crushing. Who I explained to the website. Um, I said, "Yeah, we're just gonna have Wreck It Ralph all over the website, just saying I'm gonna crush it." We crush it. Yeah, I, mean, that, this is, I don't know about you guys. This has been thoroughly crushed. I don't, I don't know. Crushed, oh, totally. We, we, we've crushed. Wait, Wait let me not. check. Yep, crushed. Okay, thanks, Mike. <laughs> crushed. All right, gents, thanks for joining. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. I will do more post-editing. There ends another episode, number two, of the Crew at Crushing Audio podcast. Yes, we shared our limited knowledge with the limitless internet, and maybe we didn't win it, but boy, did we show up and participate. Visit our website, crushingap.com, and our Twitter handles will soon be there and even be told to you on the podcast itself. Not now, though, because of disorganization and general laziness. We're happily sponsored by the Non-Dairy Cows of Canada, where we just don't lactate, and the Finnish Society for the Death Associates of the Red Devils. That one's for Mark. Fare thee well, magic internet peoples. Fare thee well.